My dearest Emily, I write to you from beyond the mortal coil, a realm of darkness where even the concept of light is but a cruel joke. My soul is ablaze with regret and an impenetrable terror. I fail to heed your wisdom, and it's led me to this eternal nightmare. I should have listened when you warned me about texting and driving, but now my poor choices have reverberated beyond that singular moment of foolishness. They've brought me face to face with an evil so cunning, so insidious, that it wore the guise of compassion. Remember Nurse Samantha, the one who I initially described as an angel? How bitterly ironic those words now taste. When I first got here, she was a breath of fresh air amid the staleness of the hospital. The walls, laden with the scent of disinfectant, seemed to grow a little less oppressive when she entered the room. She brought with her the illusion of life within this fortress of morbidity. The connection felt genuine. She'd sit by my bedside, her hazel eyes sparkling like the ones I saw in you the first day we met. She'd hum melodies, old tunes that spoke of happier days. Samantha was like a storyteller, weaving tales from her own life, tales of a broken family and a difficult childhood. With every word, she'd draw me deeper into her labyrinth, making me feel like she was letting me in on her own vulnerable truths. Samantha would attentively listen as I spoke about us, about our first date, about how you looked on our wedding day, about Ella's first word and Tim's little league games. I even mentioned Sarah's fondness for those bedtime stories I used to read. Her eyes would soften, her smile growing wider, and I mistook it for empathy. I spent six months in that bed, chained not just by my injuries, but by the invisible web Samantha had spun around me. Her presence became my anchor in a world confined by four walls, a ceiling that felt like it was closing in, and a window that offered nothing but a view of other equally grim windows. As the days turned into weeks and weeks into months, her nurturing demeanor began to splinter. The medication she administered night after night made me drowsy, yes, but I started sensing something insidious in her whispers. They were no longer conversations, they were incantations filled with insidious promises. You'll never be alone again, she whispered one night, her voice dripping with an emotion I couldn't place, but which filled me with dread. Another night, as my eyelids grew heavy, she said, You belong to me now, forever. Her words barely above a murmur, yet heavy enough to penetrate the fog of impending sleep. The realization hit me like a ton of bricks. Samantha wasn't compassionate. She was obsessed. My very soul felt invaded, like she wanted to hollow me out and inhabit the shell that remained. And so, with a heart weighed down by trepidation, I requested a change in nursing staff. I thought I could escape her snare. How naive I was. That fateful night she returned. Her eyes had lost all pretense of warmth. They were dark chasms that promised endless torment. The syringe she carried was filled with a dosage meant not to alleviate pain, but to snuff out life. As she injected the lethal concoction into my veins, I felt like I was falling into an abyss. My shouts stifled into guttural gasps. She climbed onto the bed next to me, her humming resuming, now a dirge, a funeral hymn for a soul she had effectively claimed. I felt my consciousness slipping, the room fading to black, her face the last horrifying image etched into my being. Emily, the woman is dangerous. Bolster our home like a fortress. Sleep with one eye open and never, never sleep alone. Tell Ella, Tim, and Sarah that Daddy loves them always. I fear Samantha may come for you. 
to extinguish the life and family that she knows I held dear. I'm so sorry, Emily. Sorry for the mistakes that led me here. Sorry for letting my guard down. And most of all, sorry for leaving you alone in a world that houses such unfathomable evil. Forever and always, Ben.